deal. At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Miss T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Greetings for this meeting where we chatter about what matters on the show designed with you in mind. We hit the roof with the truth and the floor with much more of what you need to know to stay educated, encouraged, engaged, empowered, and of course, entertained. This is Tanisha Baker and you're talking with T. It's October 11th and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, rapper Cardi B, actor Luke Perry, rapper MC Light, and late former first lady Eleanor Roosevelt. Today on the national calendar is National Coming Out Day and Kick Butt Day. Contrary to what you may think, Kick Butt Day is observed to say that you need to kick up the pace or get in gear for achieving your goals. On this date in history, Alexander Miles patented the elevator in 1887. Also on this date in 1939, the NAACP organized the Legal Defense Fund and the Education Fund and famous entertainer Red Fox died on this date in 1991. The theme this month is Face Your Fears. Today, we will speak on the fear of using your voice. Some people don't have the confidence to believe their voice matters. They don't speak on, out, or up for things important to them. It is important that you use your voice to highlight wrongs, injustices, discrimination, and more. It is important that you aren't afraid to call out mean, divisive, and derogatory speech or behaviors. Fear is a liar. Fear will convince you that things aren't so bad when you know they are. Face the fear of using your voice. Talking with T would love to feature your organization or business. Become a sponsor or advertise on the show. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Let's turn our attention to today's T's tidbits. I'm going to start off by giving a congratulatory whoop whoop to number eight undefeated University of Tennessee Volunteers, hoping they can keep up the streak as they face Alabama this weekend. If you ever wanted to be in the movies, here's your chance. A crew is working in Knoxville on a feature film called Grounded, and they're looking for paid extras to appear in several scenes through October 29th. Adults of all ages and types are needed as extras, and there is a 125 flat rate per day. If you're interested, you can check out the link to the article on my website, TalkingWithT.com, or my social media pages. Basically, you email your availability to LivelyCasting at gmail.com. You will also be asked for two photos. One is a headshot and one is a full body shot. The deadline for Tennesseans to switch their current license over to the new Real ID is fast approaching. And this time, it seems like the deadline will stick. They say they really mean it for real, for real. Real ID enforcement was postponed multiple times due to the COVID-19 pandemic because federal law requires applications to be made in person. It was originally supposed to begin on October 2020 and then COVID happened and it was pushed back 
to October 2021. Then the Delta variant came along and postponed the process again. But now the new deadline is set for May 3rd, 2023. The Knoxville Department of Children's Services Office has seen an influx in the past few years regarding the number of children they're serving and not enough foster families to fill the need. Here in Knoxville, there are twice as many children in need of care than there are available foster families. Karen Broadnax, who is the resource linkage coordinator, explained that they have 630 children who are currently in custody in Knox County alone. That doesn't even count the neighboring counties, but for Knox County, they only have 353 foster homes for those 630 kids. Some of the children in state custody with nowhere to go or even having to sleep in the offices at the Department of Children's Services. Last week, I shared that October brings awareness around domestic violence, along with a few facts on a national level. Looking closer to home here in Knoxville, Tennessee, our Knoxville Police Department, KPD, responded to over 18,000 domestic violence calls in 2021. That's an average of a call every 30 minutes. Around 28% of active warrants are domestic violence related. I have personally talked to and known many survivors. The journey of healing from abuse is tedious and the stories are incredible. As I shared last week, it can happen to anyone. Anyone can be a victim of domestic violence, regardless of race, age, ethnicity, sexual orientation, or economic status. Purple ribbons will be on police cruisers in honor of Domestic Violence Month. Next week, I'll reshare an interview from a local survivor right here out of Knoxville, Tennessee. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in to Talking With T. All right, listeners, I'm so excited today to have joining us none other than the know-it-all Professor Jay out of Memphis and our top investigator, most often instigator P.R. Pam, as we continue to review trending news and hot topics. I'll start with a story. Out of Akron, Ohio, there was a car crash that happened during the procession of a funeral of a young man who died of a suspected drug overdose. This car crash actually killed a 12-year-old boy and critically injured his 6-year-old brother. Then, two incidents of gunfire followed the crash. Keep in mind, this is all during the funeral procession, and that wounded another person. As far as the wreck, the boys were riding in a car driven by their mother. Witnesses reported the vehicle had been moving erratically, and the passengers had been hanging out of the windows again. This is all during the funeral procession. The police said one of the boys was thrown from the car. The other partially ejected. The mother was not hurt. And... Of course, my mind is trying to, you know, I have so many questions, like what in the world was going on? What was she thinking? Akron police said that horseplay is not uncommon among drivers in funeral processions. I haven't seen that as a common occurrence. Have you all? I have not. And I'm, as you were recounting the details of this particular story, I'm just in awe because there was a time when, you know, funeral processions, whether you were an onlooker or a participant in the procession, those were times of deep respect for the deceased and the family who was mourning. And those were times that were 
generally treated very solemnly. You know, not a time for horseplay, not a time where, you know, people were injured and possible loss of life. I'm just floored. Right. Well, me being that I have frequented some hood funerals um, and not Miss Minnie Pearls, I have seen it. They get out the cars at the red light going down the street. They dance. It's all kind of shenanigans, hanging out the window. So I have seen that several times. Wow. Well, okay, then, to top it off, more than a dozen shots were fired at a second incident still during the funeral procession. Now, Pam, these, these that you've seen, were they shooting and such? They were shooting in the in the air. But not at each other. Because no, this is a lot of chaos during a funeral procession. I'm kind of leaning toward Jay. I thought it was more of a time of solemn respect uh, at the loss of a loved one. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be, but I have actually seen fights at the, the church, the cemetery, and the repast. So I'm not I'm not surprised at all. Wow. Okay. Hey, well, we'll move on to our next story from a man right here in our hometown, Knoxville, Tennessee, who has over 100 previous charges and 21 children. He was recently arrested after being arrested three times in the last month. So the report stated that this current arrest was for damage and vandalism, which included at least nine bullet holes, deep scratches around the vehicle. He keyed the car and slashed all four of the tires. How do you get arrested 100 times? And I thought there was like this three strikes you're out type of thing. I thought so as well. But a hundred times? A hundred times. Pam, do you know him? Oh, yes, I do. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, Lord. (laughs) And, And the most... Uh, rest were misdemeanors. So you think about when you go to court for misdemeanors and the jail's already full. They're not going to keep you in there for something that can be given probation for or dismissed. So if, when they keep doing that, them little charges add up. But the three strike rules, you know, applies to serious charges. You know, fair. Okay. Okay. Well, that makes sense. But still help me understand how you get arrested 100 times. So you say you can get arrested 100 times if they're misdemeanors. Yeah, you can get them. I mean, if, you had a, if these had been felonies, I'm pretty sure that he would have been gone longer than he was the previous times. So they had to be petty, petty crimes because 100 of them. That's what I can't. At what point do you? Okay. I'm not going to understand. So this last time, he's slashing tires and, and vandalizing this, this woman's car. Is that a misdemeanor? Yes. He loved the ladies. Well, obviously, because it also said, even though I'm not sure the connection, but in the story it mentioned that he had 21 children. Right. Wasn't the Jasmine Sullivan? <laughs> <laughs> this just goes to show how messed up our judicial system is. Because a hundred arrests—that's that, a—that's a lot. And if you're on probation, he's gonna be on probation. He's gonna have to die, come back, and do twenty-five more years of probation. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny. I guess I'm just trying to understand. So, and he's not even that old. 
Mm-hmm. Not like he's in his 50s, 60s. He's, he's young. So mm-hmm. instead of having a rap sheet, he must have a rap book. He has to. <laughs> he has a rap book. Jason, <laughs> what in the Jasper Sullivan is going on? The windows out to car. And though it didn't mend my broken heart, I'll probably always have these ugly scars. But right now I don't care about that part. I bust the windows out your car. All right, well, okay, listen. I love dogs. I own them. There has to be responsible dog ownership, particularly with dogs known to be vicious. While my dog is not vicious, she doesn't mind. She never used to bark. Now she got the nerve to try to bark at people. And I understand their hesitation or nervousness because animals in general are unpredictable. But there are particular breeds of dogs that have a history of attacks like pit bulls. On this past Wednesday, two pit bull dogs fatally attacked a family in their home near Shelby Forest State Park in Memphis. Jay, did you hear about that story? I have, and... uh the city is, is again, in shock and in awe of what happened. And well, I under- yeah, I understand two-year-old yeah. Lily and five-month-old Hollis, their last name Bernard, didn't survive the attack. The mother is still in the hospital in non-critical condition. It is unclear what triggered these dogs to attack, but I feel sorry for this family. Right. Um, and... I'm very leery of certain breeds, even though people have said, you know, that pit bulls are usually pretty harmless. I've always been of the mindset that although some pit bulls can be pretty harmless, they can have the propensity to turn on you. And you do want to try to keep them away from your little kids, your very young kids who may not necessarily understand or may not be able to defend themselves against uh, these animals. So definitely the city has been uh, in prayer for this particular family with such a tragic loss. Um, And I know as a dog owner myself, I know how uh, we do feel about our dogs, but I also know how people feel about their children as well. So, a very difficult situation to 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 see and to hear about. Where did the dogs come from? Do you know? I'm not certain. Hmm. Yeah, because I was wondering, you know, if they were their dogs or if it because it said they got a, they were attacked outside. So hmm. thinking that it must have been just some dogs that were or loose. Because most of the times, dogs, pit bulls, they don't attack their owners too much if they're if they're trained correctly. If they're not trained for dog fighting or anything like that. But I don't like dogs at all. Let a chihuahua come up. I'm going to kick it in the next week. Oh, my goodness. X, can I edit that? Let's move on. Pam, <laughs> we hmm. try to stay on the ass through 2022. I know. I just don't like dogs because I have this vision of dogs. We had a little chihuahua named Nikki. And people would come over and Nikki would just bite at their ankles all the time. That's when I like like dogs. 
but slowly but surely, every dog we got, it something would happen, and they'd be in the backyard, pet cemetery. So no, I, no, I'm moving on. Um, all Jay, right, help me cut this short. <laughs> all right, I'm trying. And we're moving. I'm traumatized. After President Joe Biden said he wanted to pardon those prosecuted on federal level for marijuana offenses, he's calling on state governors to follow his lead. Media reached out to Tennessee Governor Bill Lee's office and were politely told that that was not being considered in Tennessee. I also read that Governor Greg Abbott said pardons won't be happening in Texas neither. There are probably other states uh, taking that same stance. But I'm curious about what you two and the listeners think about Biden's intent to pardon those for these misdemeanor marijuana offenses. Well, I think that uh, several people will go free as a result of this. Not from Tennessee and Texas, but carry on. Yeah, definitely not from Tennessee and Texas. But, again, I think that there are (laughs) other motivations. Uh, for Bill Lee and Governor Abbott not following suit. But, you know, I said a whole lot there without saying a whole lot. Understood. Why are we always the last to get approved for for anything? I mean, we is from the earth, and I think they should just make it legal everywhere. And then let those people out that are in prison on 20, 30, 40-year sentences for marijuana, something that others are profiting off of at this moment. So I'm doing time for something that is making y'all money. Okay, make it make sense. Hmm. Okay, well, listeners, as always, you can let us know how you feel by visiting TalkingWithT.com social media, or our talk line. That's 865-409-1170. I have a couple of more stories before we end our time today. Pam, you might find this interesting, but climate protesters were arrested after gluing themselves to a Picasso painting at a Melbourne gallery. Two of them actually uh, were charged. They glued their hands at a Victorian gallery during this demonstration broadcast live on social media. The police were called. In some kind of way, they unglued them, I guess, but they have been arrested. So was the damage done to the painting? How are they going to restore the painting? I have so many questions. And why that particular painting? (laughs) Could they not have found something else to glue themselves to? Well, that painting was called Massacre in Korea. And I'm not sure if they were protesting that particular painting, the gallery, the exhibit all together. I'm not sure. So mm. that the protesting of the the climate change is that what they were doing? Well, what did that have to do with Picasso? That's what, that, a question that needs okay. an answer. Okay. Well, maybe that wasn't a good story. <laughs> It's not making sense. <laughs> you know what else doesn't make sense is this woman applied for a job with the Hudson County Sheriff's Office, and she was a fugitive. She had several charges. She was wanted by authorities, 
in Monroe County, Pennsylvania, for failure to appear in court on charges of fraud. She had an additional 10 bench warrants for failure to appear in court on traffic charges in Jersey City. And she had the nerve to apply for employment as a security guard with the sheriff's office. So did she just think they were going to overlook all of those charges and just say, hey, come on and work for us? Or maybe she thought, okay, here's her thought. I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help this out. She thought that she would get hired and she could work those charges away. Listen, they called her in for a job interview and she was taken into custody. As they should have. I mean, I tried to make it make sense, but clearly. <laughs> so we could add that to the list of things not to do if you're a fugitive. Do not apply at the sheriff's department for a job. No. And you have warrants. Correct. That's that's a special kind of special. <laughs> double double <laughs> special. That's a double special. That's a two red light special. <laughs> well, I don't know. It, it, it she might have had one of those warrants in there. <laughs> red and blue light special. Something tells me I better move on quickly. Is there anything else before we close our time today? Well, you know, um, down here in my neck of the woods, uh, everybody is going crazy over the latest musical sensation, Glorilla. Y'all familiar with her? Glorilla? Glorilla. What genre of music? I'm not familiar. Uh, Rap? Okay. Mm -hmm. Have y'all heard the song SNS? Yeah, I'm familiar with it because... I be hanging out the window with my ratchet friends. At the red light, twerking on the headlight. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Go yeah. Yeah. So, so going crazy over her supposed middle name. Her real name is Gloria. Uh, middle name, Hallelujah, last name Wood. And again, social media is in uproar over this middle name. Now, um, I am waiting to verify, uh, the accuracy of said middle name. I'm, I'm going to be consulting my sources over the next couple of weeks and I may be back with an official report. But, uh, based on what we've seen on social media, and even from uh, Glorilla herself, she, I think one of her lyrics said, uh, middle name, hallelujah, because I give all praise to God. I think that's what the lyric says, if I'm quoting it correctly. Um, you know, that may could very well be her middle name. So uh, there are also some sources that say she does have ties to the church. So it, it does stand to reason that uh, her middle name should be Hallelujah, and given her recent success, all praise should go to God. So, uh, again, I'll, I'll be back hopefully within the next couple of weeks or so with uh, confirmation that Glorilla's middle name is indeed Hallelujah. So that would make her legal name Gloria Hallelujah. Is that what you're telling me? That is what I'm telling you. Okay, tell you. Yep, Gloria, hallelujah. And I look at it like this. 
her mother put a blessing on her name and didn't even know it because she has blown up recently. <laughs> and but then on the other hand, she's supposed to be rapping for the Lord, not the streets. And then on the other hand, <laughs> she be she be flowing, boy. You, you, if y'all don't listen to Glow, really, y'all need to. Well, you have me curious. So after this uh, recording. I might have to check her out. Right. Um, you'll have to you'll have to find the radio edit. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Gloria, hallelujah. Can you imagine yes. that graduation? At where? Graduation. Tanisha, change your name to Tanisha Glory. <laughs> Glory. <laughs> Jay, we got to get us a middle name like that. What? I, I want an anointed name. Pamela. Church Building Fund Campbell. Is this the part where I lost control of the show, Jay? <laughs> Am I Pamela at that point? Campbell. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and speaking of crazy names, crazy things, period. This man, Lord bless his heart, this Los Angeles man is suing Texas Pete's hot sauce because he found out that the hot sauce was not made in Texas. I'm so done. That's it. Uh-uh. But was made in North Carolina. So he wants them to publicly apologize to everyone, change the name, and pay up. Change it to what? North Carolina Pete? Yes, I guess I guess that's what he wants. He has a, gave an amount that he's requesting but he does go to court well they have until november 12th to respond to it i bet they they're in that meeting corporate meeting you know that you have in the mornings before your work start just laughing at this man <laughs> i mean north carolina pete does not it doesn't it's not giving <laughs> it's giving it's giving bland isn't it <laughs> It's it's very much giving bland. <laughs> it's not hot. <laughs> well, listeners, as you can tell at this point, I have lost all control of this edition of Talking with T. So I can tell you what, that's going to be it for this bit, and I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. Life is not the way it's supposed to be. It's the way it is. The way you deal with it is what makes the difference. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.